This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. We're in Ephesians chapter 6, and uh, we're looking at relationships in the family. In our last one, we looked at how children are to be with their parents, not subservient, not submissive, but honoring and obeying when their parents in the Lord are leading them and guiding them for the good. And then Paul continues in there and he appeals to the Ten Commandments. And he quotes the fifth, honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment, he says, with a promise so that it may go well with you. And I find this interesting that the Apostle Paul here is drawing on the Old Testament to justify a New Testament um, principle of ethical relationship in the family. He's supporting it. He's uh, underlining it on the basis of the Old Testament. And of course, that begs the question, and we don't have the time to spend long thinking about it, but it's just a question for us to consider today about the relationship of the Old Testament and the New Testament law. And to what extent uh, should the Christian be living and uh, looking and uh, relying and following the Old Testament law? There are 613 laws, and 603 of them are to be understood as a, uh, as a commentary, an outworking, an explication of the Ten commandments. But we also know that Jesus said a new law I give to you. We know that Jesus is said to have fulfilled the law. Paul uh, earlier says that Jesus has annulled, he has cancelled out, katugesas, the law. Uh, in Romans, he says that the, the law, whilst it's good, is powerless to help you. And what we need now is the law of the spirit of life that sets us free from the law, and certainly the law, the principle of sin and death. So what is our relationship with this law? Well, scholars have thought about this a long time, and they've come up with different uh, responses. Jesus, of course, said not a jot or a tittle, not a kind of accent, not an I-O, not a dot over an I should be removed, will pass away. But then we get to Acts chapter 16, and uh, when the Gentiles join the church and the apostles decide what of the law the, Jewish, the non-Jewish people, the Gentile converts have to keep, Whilst they, the Jews, are keeping the law, the Jewish messianic Christians, they just say, in big brushstrokes, avoid immorality and avoid idolatry. So they, they don't highlight the Ten Commandments, and they certainly don't highlight uh, any of the other 613 laws. It's interesting that in the New Testament, the only law not repeated, not cited, and underlined is the law to do with Sabbath. And it does seem, according to Colossians 2.16, that the Sabbath law has been repealed because it's been fulfilled in Christ. 
but all nine, the other nine of the Ten Commandments are repeated, some of them, several times. Some people make a distinction between, in the Old Testament, what they call the moral law and the ceremonial law, and they say that uh, there is a distinction and Christians today keep the moral law and not the ceremonial, although that, no distinction like that would um, ever be considered by a Jewish person because the ceremonial to them would also be moral. The law framed their relationship to God and their relationship with one another. But we are now in a relationship to God by faith, not by adherence to the law, and by Jesus living in us. We no longer have to go up to a temple, even if it existed, but it was destroyed in AD 70, because we individually and corporately are the temple of God. And we no longer have to exercise and practice the sacrifices of the law because those sacrifices have been fulfilled in Jesus. So what is the place of the law? Well, we obey everything Scripture tells us in the New Testament. And some of those Old Testament laws were particular for a particular time and for a particular people in the particular way that they related to Yahweh, to God. But we are a new covenant, a New Testament people. We come through the blood of Jesus. We follow the law of the Spirit. But that doesn't free us from all the principles and precepts of Scripture. The Old Testament law is, uh, indicates something about the nature and character of God and the relationship that the Jews had to Him. And those laws that are to be complied with and obeyed are repeated in the New Testament and underlined and underscored. What we do know is that here is imperatives. There's over a, a thousand imperatives in the New Testament, 600 in the Old Testament. There are plenty of rules, regulations, principles and precepts for us to follow. So the Old Testament is illustrative, instructive, but it's not binding. But the Ten Commandments, with the exception of the Sabbath, because we are now the fulfilled people, in the eighth day, as it were, entering into the Sabbath rest, we are to comply with those nine of the ten. <laughs> and so, children, it says, obey your parents because as it says in the Ten Commandments, honor your father and your mother, that it may go well with you.